You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Alive Again on Pet Life Radio. This is a weekly show, and if you miss us, we have archives and podcasts, so there's no excuse not to tune in to one of our episodes. Well, now, who is this person doing all the talking? It's me, and my name is Brent Atwater. I'm a medical intuitive and an animal medical intuitive, so I can look inside your pet's body and determine its health issues or track its life force energy and see it go through death and into reincarnation. So we divide our show into two sections, animal health issues or animal reincarnation. We invite you to send your questions into Brent at PetLifeRadio.com. And manning the uh, desk over there with me is... Hi, everybody. My name is Meg, and I'm an intuitive, and I also help with families dealing with the pain of pet loss. So, we hope that you will like us on Facebook and friend us because there you have one-stop shopping for the latest and greatest of what's happening and going on. Now, today's show, we are going to deal with empaths, sensitives, and the gifted. Well, now, you think we're talking about humans. No, 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 no. Did you know that animals are empathetic to your energy, sensitive to their environment and your energy, and definitely gifted to knowing what's going on. And we have emails sent in to us by various readers that address these problems, and we're going to tell you how to deal with them. But before we do that, we're going to take a sponsor break. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Petco, where the pets go. Petco, where the pets go. Pet Life Radio has tail wagging, fur flying, fabulous deals for our listeners from Petco. Get $6 off your order of $60 or more and up to 40% off the entire Petco site. That's right. But that's not all. Because you're a Pet Life Radio listener, you'll also get free shipping on your order of $49 or more. $6 off, up to 40% off, and free shipping from Pet Life Radio and Petco. To get these awesome deals, go to PetcoDeals.com. That's PetcoDeals.com. Petco, where the pets go. Love your pets but wish their medications were a lot less expensive? They are at 1-800-PET-MEDS. You'll not only save on flea and heartworm medications, but on prescriptions for arthritis, incontinence, thyroid, and more. And you get fast service, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Plus, our licensed pharmacists ensure accuracy, monitor drug interaction, and more. See why over 5 million people have trusted their pet's health to 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. Call now or order online. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash Lucky, L-U-C-K-Y, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com. Hi, this is Marcy Davis and my service dog, Whistle. (laughs) 
and we're your hosts of Working Like Dogs on Pet Life Radio. Working Like Dogs is the show where you can learn everything you ever wanted to know about working animals or working dogs. Whether you're a member of a working dog team or you've just seen a working dog or animal out at the mall or the grocery store and you're curious about how these amazing animals work with their human partners, then Working Like Dogs is the show for you. Join us for the inside scoop at Working Like Dogs on Pet Life Radio. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com We're back and if this is your first time in listening to us and you want to know if your pet's going to be back you can see our books at www.JustPlainLoveBooks.com on animal reincarnation and we have I'm Home A Dog's Never Ending Love Story and I'm home a cat's never-ending love story. And if you're an empath yourself or a sensitive, we have a book called How to Accept, Live, and Trust Your Life's Spiritual Purpose. And that will tell you how to handle your empath ways and how your sensitivities can be managed. Now, Meg handles a group on that, so we'll let you talk to her if you needed that. But right now, we've got emails from our listeners. And what are they, Miss Meg? Oh, we have some great emails today. We have one in particular from Mary Lou in New York, and she writes, I've been sick lately. In fact, I had a pacemaker put in a couple of months ago. For a few months before the surgery, my cat would immediately go to my chest and want to lie there. It was hard keeping him off of me. I noticed he didn't want to play, and he didn't eat as much as before. Now that I've had the surgery, he's left me alone, and he's slowly coming back to his old self. I don't get it. Why is that? What can I give him so he doesn't go through this again? Oh, wow. Well, first, Mary Lou, we want to thank you for writing in. And all of those who have questions, please email us at brent at petliferadio.com. One of the things that we look for, and in case you didn't know, is cats are extremely sensitive to negative energy and sick energy. And if you'll remember correctly, there was a cat that went around the nursing home, and there's a book written on the cat, I can't exactly remember his name at this point, that would go to nursing homes and sit in the laps of people who were about to pass over. And cats are extremely intuitive about the energy and the health issues surrounding a human being, in addition to being absorbers of negative energy. So Mary Lou, in this case, what your cat was doing is your cat had sensed the energy of your heart being weakened and sensed the energy of illness and was using his body when you would lie down at night and he would sit up close to you or when you were sitting in your lap, he would try to get as close to you as possible. Because there was the love bond there, the cat was trying to pull off or negate or transmute the energy that you were putting out and they absorb it in their body. And as they absorb it in their body, what happens is the animal gets sicker and the animal doesn't follow its normal routines or its habits. Now, let me give you an example. We had a little cat that was sitting in a woman's lap that had reincarnated, and it came only to sit in the lady's end stage of her life. She had kidney disease, and she had lung disease from smoking, and they allowed the cat in the assisted living home, and that little cat sat in her lap for several months until she passed. After the lady passed, the little kitten who was totally, or three-month-old cat who was totally healthy, also passed away in its sleep because he had come to do his job of pulling the negative energy out of the woman's field and absorbing the physical issues that the woman was experiencing. And so in its sleep, that cat just crossed to the other side. 
it had done its job and it had reincarnated and come to be with the lady to negate the energy so that as her passing on earth would be more palatable. Not interesting, but... But a beautiful gift. A beautiful beautiful gift. gift. And a lot of times animals reincarnate just to do things like that. They come to help you through a life lesson or to help you through a healing period of your life. And many times they will use their own energy empathetically to dilute the energy that you're experiencing in your own body. So you need to be very careful when you create an environment that your animal is in. And I believe Meg has another question just pointing that out. I do. In fact, this one is from Brenda in Toronto. She writes that my two kitties, Angel and Twinkie, have both been off their food since I've had to move back home with my mom. I'm recently divorced. And if moving home as an adult wasn't bad enough, I've never gotten along with my mom and nothing has changed. With the stress of divorce and stress from mom, I really don't want more to worry about my two little kitties being sick. Can you see what's wrong with them? Wow. Is this ever a persistent problem? We have a lot of people who are cat people say that their cats get sick during the divorce. Mm -hmm. Well, what's happening is the cats are absorbing and diluting the negative energy created by the divorce. Now, arguing just like she would be arguing with her mother or being Mm -hmm. stressed living at home as a full-grown adult would create an energy field emanating from the human being that the cats absorb. They are sponges. Cats are more absorbers of energy than are dogs. So what's most important is that you cover the cat in a seamless mirrored cocoon of the Christ white light or whatever your higher power is with your intent so that you're basically putting them in a bubble of protection. Another way you can help the cat is you can hold their front paws and you can say, I ask and it is my intent through the love of my heart to send you my life force energy to use as you so choose. Now, for those who've listened to many of our podcasts and our ongoing weekly shows, I use that prayer a lot. And the reason I use it is because it's a very medicinal prayer and it works in multiple situations because what it does, it gives heart energy, which is love energy, and infuses the animal with it. And then the animal's soul has the choice of what to do with it. So Tinky over there can decide whether he wants to use it to get better or to get back on his food or to ignore the fact that mom and the other mom are arguing. And it's very important when you have animals that are in an environment that's negative, if you can, keep them in the other room. It's just like children, and especially cats are so absorptive. We had a a woman who was angry at her boyfriend all the time, and the boyfriend would come over, and they would fight. And when they would fight, the cat would come into the room and stand between she and her boyfriend. Well, what happened is the cat ended up having pancreatitis because it was absorbing so much negative energy that it affected its pancreas. And one of the ways that the cat was cured later and lived nine more years after an acute attack of pancreatitis was she literally took the cats or the dogs, which if you have dogs doing this, paws in your front hands and you say, I promise you I'm not going to argue anymore. I promise you I change my ways and I promise you I change your environment. And usually when you look your animal straight in the face like that, it's hard for your heart to go back on a promise, especially when you know the environment that you are creating is killing your pet. So you can kill your pet with loving them, but subjecting them to environments that they inherently absorb. And with that, we're going to go to a sponsor break. We'll transport back into the metaphysical right after these earthly words from our sponsors. Every pet is unique. 
Maybe they're gray in the muzzle, yet young at heart. Maybe they're growing out of the puppy stage and into their paws and ears. Or maybe they're just trying to maintain a more girlish figure. At PetSmart, we have the right food for your pet at a great value for you. PetSmart. Be better together. Go to PetSmartDeal.com and save up to 30% on awesome gifts for the pets and pet people in your life. Toys, collars, leashes, PetSmart gift cards, treats, and more. Go to PetSmartDeal.com today. P-E-T-S-M-A-R-T-D-E-A-L.com. I'm not much of a reader, but I do wish I were more well-read. There are so many great books coming out. I wish I could find a way to keep up. Audible.com makes it easy to stay well-informed and catch up on your reading simply by listening. Audiobooks from Audible turn downtime into uptime. You'll be more productive and become well-read. Now I'm able to catch up on all the great books I've been wanting to read. With Audible, I feel smarter. Pet Life Radio listeners, try Audible.com now and get your first 30 days of Audible Listener Gold Membership plan free. And get a free audiobook. Choose from over 100,000 titles. To get this great deal, go to audibledeals.com. That's audibledeals.com. I don't make any decisions about who to hire without going to Angie's List first. You'll find reviews on home repair to health care, written by people just like you. With Angie's List, I know who to call, and I know the results will be fantastic. Angie's List, which you can trust. Go to Angie'sList.com forward slash best and get 25% off any subscription. That's Angie'sList.com forward slash best, B-E-S-T. Pet Life Radio presents Paranormal Pets, where you can always expect the unexpected. Each week we'll discuss all aspects of weird or spiritual animal encounters, ghosts, totems, psychic animals, animal souls, animal angels, and animals in religion, with a little cryptozoology thrown in. Step into the supernatural world of pets with your Paranormal Pets ghostly host, Dusty Rainbolt, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On PetLife Radio. PetLife Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We're back one more time, and I want to add a little health concern here for those of you who are listening. In case you didn't hear this, Advanced Animal Nutrition Today announced a voluntary recall of dry, dog-powered dog food. So again, dog-powered dog food was recalled, and we just throw that out there. You may be listening to this on a podcast, and you don't have to worry about it, or you may be listening to this in an archive. But if this is a current show, you just want to check in your refrigerator or your food bin or your storage cabinet and see if you have any dry dog powder dog food to see if factually that's part of the recall. Now, a way you can look at things like this is you can go to the U.S. Food and Drug Administration and sign up for the news release alerts about recalls for pet food. And that way you can protect your pets. And I'm sure there are a lot of guardians out there who would like to do that. Again, go to the 
U.S. Food and Drug Administration, and you can get a list of the recalls on any pet food, and you can get a subscription so that you're notified on a daily basis of what they are so you can keep Fluffy and Buffy safe. Okay, Meg, what do we have now for another email? We do. We have one from Italy, and okay. this one is from Paolo in Italy. Yo, writes, we appreciate all those across <laughs> the pond. Thank you so very much for taking your time to listen to us. And if you're listening and you are across the pond and you think, do you know how many iPhones there are abroad? Millions, millions, millions. I mean, do you remember the eruption in China when they couldn't get the iPhones? So just because you're across the pond and you happen to hear this on the internet on PetLifeRadio.com, don't be dismayed. You can get our books on iBooks. You can listen to us on iTunes. So if you have an iPhone out there, every archive show is available to you. And just because you live across the pond, there's no excuse. So we invite you to listen to all of our archives. We have a lot of information in them. They're almost like teleseminars. So Meg, go ahead. Thank you, Paolo. And thanks everybody who's staying up out there and listening. We really appreciate it. But pass this on to your friends because an iPhone is local, even though we're on the other side. And here's that email. Paolo writes, we've recently adopted a little dog from a rescue group who now, after three months, is exhibiting traits I thought he would have gotten over. If he's not directly interacting with me or the family, he just lays over in his bed and he stares. Sometimes it looks like he isn't even there in his eyes. He's not aggressive, but shows signs of having been abused. He also doesn't wag his tail easily, and he doesn't look very happy, even though he has a nice home with us now and gets lots of love from all of us. Brent, I believe in energy healing. What can I do? Wow, that's a good question. Um, Yeah. Well, one of the best things to do is, first of all, be consistent in how you approach your dog because consistency will build trust. And anytime an animal's abused, like I have a dog named Friend, which is the dog with a B on his bottom, for those of you out there who's not met Friend. And he was obviously mistreated by young boys. And every time he's around young boys, he like doesn't wag his tail. He, you know, like skulks down to the ground and his pupils dilate and he gets very fearful. And so one of the things I try to do is never approach him in a bold, brassy way. I always try to speak kindly to him and walk up to him softly. And that's one of the things that you can do because any abused dog, you need to reassure them. Now, when you say reassure them, you have to reassure them on multiple levels. And one of the levels is an energy level. And to do that, you can say inside of your head, I come in peace. I mean you no harm. Now, when I'm working as an animal medical intuitive in intensive care in various vet schools and vet hospitals and healing energy on animals, the first thing I do when I walk into a trauma center or an intensive care room is to say to the pets in there, I come in peace. I mean you no harm. I came to help you heal. And therefore, the animals who are already scared because the environment in an intensive care in any veterinary school or veterinarian's office is filled with death, disease, and all the energy that was previously there. So if you know how to clear a room, you can clear the room by saying, I ask it is my intent to remove, release, and detach any and all energies in this room and replace it with physically healing, love-filled energy. And that way, it will stabilize the energy of the room. Now, to your animal, you can say, I come in peace. I mean you no harm. I come in love and to help you heal. And usually, they will accept you and won't growl or snap at you. So, it's very imperative that you do that. When you get ready to touch an animal that's been abused, always go in at a 45-degree angle because if you go to pat an animal like slap, 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 pat, and you flat hand it, 
then you are literally slapping their energy field. And because animals live on intuition, you want to slide and glide into their energy field and particularly with an abused animal. Second thing is when you say he looks at you as if he is vacated and his eyes aren't home, well, animals just like human beings have the possibility to mind travel and to literally ease out of their own bodies. So he could be visiting the ethers and not in his own space. And animals do that just like humans do. And even people are trained when they go to have dentist procedures. They'll go into an alpha theta state so they don't feel the dental procedures. But animals sometimes will just go to that state so that they don't have to deal with what's happening in the now. And one of the ways to make them feel present is normally to touch their feet. Because if you touch their feet, an animal signals something's going on. Now, it doesn't mean something's going on like, where am I going? But since in order to move, an animal has to move with his feet first, if you'll touch his feet, it usually will draw him and snap him back into the now. And when you do that, go in at a 45-degree angle and be saying, I come to mean you no harm. That's why a lot of abused animals who came from rescue things won't let you touch their feet which is an interesting concept because they just like they're way too sensitive. Another mm-hmm. thing you can do is uh, you can place them in a seamless mirrored cocoon, which means you take your mental intent and say, I ask it is my intent to surround you in a seamless mirrored cocoon of the Christ white light or whatever your higher power is to put you in a seamless mirrored cocoon that will keep you from any and all harm. Now, I do that to my dog every day we go out, every day we go on a walk, or anytime I go out of town, so that he is walking around in an intent of an energy bubble. This is using energy medicine now. In an energy bubble to protect him and to make him feel comfortable with what's happening in the room around him or anything that's happening. He has a love base from which to function. And that basically are some of the suggestions. And if you'd like, Paolo, if you'd write us back and let us know how that works, we'd greatly appreciate it. This is your time to write your email to us. Send your question to Brent at Pet Life Radio, whether it's about animal reincarnation, is your pet coming back, or animal medical intuitive, where you want me to look inside their body and we talk about their health issues. And I believe we have one more email for today. What is it, Miss Meg? And we do. We have an email from Laura in New Mexico. Laura's Mastiff. Roman died. She writes that she misses him so much and she can't believe he's gone, but his his little brother, Jack, is not eating and won't go out to play and is laying in Roman's favorite spot in front of the window. He's missing his big brother so very much that last week, Jack had gotten worse and started pulling the fur out of his back leg. Now, this week, he seems to be a little better and he's gone for some walks and she's taking him on little trips to the doggy store to get a new toy to lift his spirits, but he still looks so sad to me, she writes. I've been devastated by Roman's absence. Is Jack reacting to my grief? Well, I think Jack is reacting to two people's grief. People, because my pets are definitely my people. First of all, Jack is mourning over Roman, and that is a fact. Animals mourn over their companions. And the best way you can do with that is to allow Jack to have his own grief. And then at the same time, Make sure that times of when he's sleeping or when he wakes up in the morning or you go places as many times as you can, take Jack with you. New toys are always a good thing, but it's like a person. You need to allow the animal time to grieve. I had a dog that when his cat friend died, I buried the cat and then I came out the next day and the dog had dug the cat up and was laying beside the cat with his head on the cat. So I buried the cat again 
The next day, the dog had done the same thing. Well, after three times, I figured better put a heavy rock on the cat's grave because the dog was worried that the cat was under the ground and it upset him so much that he would bring him out, lay him down, although the cat rigor mortis had set in, and he would put his head on the cat. And it just made me cry because he was trying to be near his friend and he understood something was wrong, but he didn't know how to handle it. So I think one of the things to do, if you bury your animals in their, you know, in your own space, which is what I did, then make sure that you have a heavy marker on top so that can't occur. If you cremate the animal, then that's a whole other thing because basically the fire removes the energy and the smell of the animal, so you won't have to deal with that. But I would take up, if you can, or wash and Clorox a lot of the bedding supplies because the Clorox will help remove the permeated scent of the original dog. And I think that would help a lot, but allow Jack to grieve. Now, secondly, I think that his pulling the fur out is like a little chinchilla that when they get nervous and frustrated, they pick on themselves. It's sort of like humans bite their nails or pick their fingernails at their cuticles or things like that. And I think that the more activities you can give to Jack to like tire him out, then he won't have excess built-up energy that needs to manifest in a nervous habit or a nervous application to picking at himself or biting at himself or gnawing on something. Um, You might want to get some good dental bones out there. I'd be sure you get a good quality so that you don't find any that are molded that'll help with his teeth. And usually animals like a dog will chew on bones. It's just nature. So instead of chewing on himself, I'd surround him with a plethora of choices of uh, chew bones and then new toys I would go get you know a new toy but mostly I would clean the bedding with Clorox so that the smells are gone which would release it just a little bit and then on the other hand if the dog that passed away is reincarnating he may come back and play with Jack so you want to keep your eye open to see if in fact he might be coming back to play with Jack and if that's the case Jack will perk up and he'll be happier In our pet reincarnation book, I'm Home, A Dog's Never-Ending Love Story, and for you cat lovers, we have an I'm Home, A Cat's Never-Ending Love Story. There was a dog that passed away named Sidey, and his previous life, he was named Revel. And when he passed away, Revel would come back and play with all of the pets that had been his buddies in Lifetime, and you could see, the owner could see the pets playing with an imaginary friend, except it really wasn't an imaginary friend. It was the dog who had deceased. His energy was playing with the pets that were still living. And that can be done. So if you're out there and if you have had that occurrence, you're not going crazy. It is your dog that passed away and they are playing with the pets. And you can see they'll just act like they're playing and they'll toss toys back and forth to each other. And if you want to know more about this, you can read it in I'm Home, A Dog's Never Ending Love Story. And it's a gift. Because they're coming back to let you know they're checking on you. Another thing is you'll see Jack, sometimes he may be dreaming. He could be being visited in his dreams. So there are all sorts of ways that Jack is grieving, but you can assuage the grieving process by lots of bones so he chews on them instead of his body. You can change the bedding and you can keep him busy, but do at the same time allow him to grieve because he's another soul. Any other questions? I think that's it for today. Well, that's a good thing. All of those who want to have your question answered, again, Brent at Pet Life Radio. We thank Mark, our wonderful producer who allows us to do this every week. And we ask you to tune in and to listen to our podcasts and our archives. We try to give you something each week that you can take away that will help you in your life and help you in your pet's life. 
Now, I just want to mention again to everyone out there, if you didn't catch it the first time, the link to all of Brent's books are at www.justplainlovebooks.com, iBooks, Kindle, Nook, Google Books, as well as Amazon. Or you can always go to your local bookstore and request the book of your choice. And for those in Canada, let me add this, for those in Canada, we're on Kobo Books. So if you're in Hungary, Australia, Italy, you can find us on Kobo Books too. No excuses. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. And again, if you have a pet reincarnation question or a pet health question for Brent, email your question along with your pet snapshot and along with your daytime telephone number to Brent at PetLifeRadio.com. And if you're suffering from having lost a beloved pet and you don't know how to help yourself or a family member move through grief, email me a snapshot of yourself with your pet and your question and your daytime telephone number to Meg at PetLifeRadio.com. Now, the reason we want you to include your daytime telephone number is because we might choose your email to be answered live and invite you to tell your story here on Pet Life Radio with Brent and me. Wow, this is sort of interesting. And so we have lots of ways that we can help you through the grief that you're going through and provide hope, or we can help you with healing solutions and ways to make your pet's life better. So we'll look forward to seeing you next week. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.